All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. Jack left town. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. in my office and I heard a rocket. Describe the rocket, sir. Does this mean we're not friends anymore? I'm me. I'm in my DJ Newis with you on Metal Tavern Radio Podcast with my beautiful and lovely co-host, DJ Neko. Say hello. Hello. Back again for another wonderful edition of the Metal Tavern Podcast. Got a lot on the agenda today. Jam-packed show. Yeah, hopefully it all goes smoothly without a hitch. Uh, I haven't tried the phone interviews in a very long time, so... Later on uh, in the podcast, we're going to try to get old Mike Bossier from Snipers of Babel to uh, do a nice little interview with us over the phone. Uh, hopefully he can do it, and uh, thanks to him for taking the time to try to do that. Also, uh, DJ Neck and I will touch a little bit on Stranger Things Season 3 a little bit later on. And of course, one of our topics today, which will play into her rock pick of the week, is how did you put it? Uh, how music affects our moments in our life. Yes, um, basically, a song. This song that we're gonna hear later in the day. It was it was a part of my a time of my life that was pretty bad for me. But anytime I heard this song, it like cheered me up, and it like made me feel like it was and it's it's such a little poppy kind of you know happy song that it just made me feel better and it was super popular when I was going through this time of my life actually before I met DJ Anubis so when I would hear it and things were going bad or something happened or you know the guy that I was dating at the time who turned out to be married was lying to me over and over and over again. I'd pop on the radio and this song would be on and it just like fixed it. If you know what I mean. It just kind of fixed the day. I, I, I felt, I felt good after hearing it and I felt almost like understood. If that makes any sense. Uh, definitely. Um, throughout my life, music has always played a big part of that and, you know, good or bad, that's the thing. Like, 
as we know, certain songs I can't listen to without having a negative reaction to it, uh, which doesn't really mean the songs are bad. It's just that when they were being played, it happened at probably the worst possible time in my life. One of those is uh, Nazareth. Love. Yeah, Nazareth's <laughs> Love Hurts, and how fitting that is. But, you know, that particular song, every time it comes on, I just, it just makes my blood boil. I have, We have it on vinyl, the, um, the entire album and there's other songs on there that are great too love hurts is good but he we had it i had it playing one day and he's like i will take that thing and throw it out into the street turn that song off (laughs) yeah but uh you know in 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 hindsight other songs that have been throughout my childhood and throughout my 20s and even later on like tiny tears well yeah but just Especially in my late teens and early twenties, that was like the the hardest part, like between eighteen and twenty one. So before I, you moved out here, yeah, there was a lot of shit going on and just just so much crap. It doesn't matter what it had to deal with, but uh, one song in particular like kind of helped me through that. And obviously, it, it isn't one that has a negative impact on me even though it will bring back the memories like the memories that come flooding back every time I listen to it but uh, for the most part it was more like a healing process and metal and rock has been a part of that for me for my entire life so some people fall to different addictions uh, for me it was always music that was my biggest addiction so yeah, the the thousands and thousands of CDs that you collected over the years. And now I can't really even get away with it now. It's like, you've kind of got me hooked back on the vinyl. And, and uh, the, cassettes. the cassettes. Oh my gosh, the cassettes. <laughs> you were, you've been going crazy over cassettes lately. Yeah. Um, the last podcast, I do have to make one correction. Um, I played a song by a band called Geezer, and I thought that it was initially the Geezer Butler from Black Sabbath. Um for a lot of people that know and heard me talk before, uh, Geezer Butler's first record, Plastic Plant, which featured Burton Bell from Fear Factory on that album, uh, I really love a lot. So I didn't really think there'd be any other band with the same name. But as it turns out, the song I played off of the uh, EP Spiral Fires uh, from Geezer is actually from the trio of guys up in New York. Uh, they're kind of like a psychedelic doom band, I believe. So... Big apologies for uh, mischaracterization, I guess you would put it as. Mislabeling. Uh, yeah, they weren't the Geezer Butler band. They are their own thing. They're, they're called the same name, Geezer, but they're not the same band. So, had to make a correction on that. I do apologize. Um, but getting back to the music and life moments, uh, this particular track we're going to kick off with. And I'm going to just give you an idea. A little bit later, we got some Esquarial, Falconback, um, in the Rock Black, got some Junius and Frank Black, Sabotage. A little later, I got some new stuff from Vesication, Birdflesh, Mothflesh, Aeon Winds, and then I got some Necrophagia and Black Anvil as well. But to kick off, uh, between me and DJ Necco, um, we each have a track in this week's podcast that represent a certain point in our life where the song meant a whole lot to us. Hers will come up a little later in her pick of the week for rock. Mine will kick off this episode of the Metal Tavern Radio podcast and it's Testaments to Ballad. 
This is Raul from Dangerous, a trash metal band from Chile, and you are listening to Metal Paper Radio. Alright, DJ Nubis and DJ Neko on Metal Tavern Radio, the podcast. And there's some Vader Iron Rain. Before that, Metallica, Disposable Heroes, and before that, Testament the Ballad. Your pick of the week? Yes, it is. At least with the theme that we were running into. Uh, okay, so you and I, we uh, been doing a lot of different shit today. Mm-hmm. Had some crabs. Mm-hmm. Maryland crabs are the best, if you don't know that, for anyone who is outside of the Maryland area. Uh, Delicious, spicy, meaty. They can savory. definitely hit you hard, though. Let me just put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the seasoning, is, if you're not used to the seasoning, even if you are used to the seasoning, it, it can upset your stomach if you're not used to it. Well, yeah, I was even surprised initially because I'm not... I mean, even though I've lived in Maryland longer now than I did in Colorado, it's like... I didn't realize Old Bay was, like, a thing of Maryland. Like, it was its thing, you know? So whenever... We've had friends and guests here. They all like, oh, this shit's great. What is this? And we, I mean, we we put it on French fries, chips. Mm-hmm. You know, like like actual potato chips. Yeah. Uh, Crab chips are the best. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we did that, and then of course, uh, before coming and doing the podcast, we were kind of goofing around, watching some trailers for 2019. So we saw some interesting flicks that are coming up. I think one was called Freaks, and then. Um, what else did we see? Midsummer. Oh, Midsummer looks good. Yeah, that's the same guy did Hereditary. Uh, so there's a few out there that we're going to be interested in. I, I think you're right. We have to kind of write them down. We have to start keeping a list because there's so so many things we want to see that we forget. Yeah, just so many different things that are coming up and uh, want to check out eventually. Um, later on, we still have to try to get a hold of Mike from Snipers of Babel. Uh, That'll be a little while yet, though, but um, probably about 20 or so minutes. Next block that we have up for you, though, is a couple new tracks uh, from a couple bands I'm not overly uh, familiar with, but uh, I found when I listened to uh, records that it was pretty good stuff, so I don't think Miss uh, Neko here has heard it just yet. I almost made that foobar there with the old moniker. My real name. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. So we have some uh, couple tracks from one from Skeletor and Iron Crown. Check it out.
Hi, this is Isaac Goldsmith. DJ Nubus and DJ Neko on Metal Tavern Radio, Radio Podcast. Oh, podcast. <laughs> so what'd you think? Esquario? I really like Esquario. A lot. What about that Skeletor track that we were uh, debating? Because <laughs> <laughs> you want me to say the word. Yeah, see, I have a... Speech impediment? Yeah. Nah, you just, you pronu- pronounce things oh, I, I, I thought you were just going to say you're an idiot. So. No, no, you just, <laughs> I, I call it the Colorado accent because sometimes he pronounces things. Actually, you know, I used to be really good at stuff like that. And then just over the years, it's gotten worse. <laughs> Maybe it's an age thing now, I don't know. We were just saying that it, it paid homage to uh, Judas Priest. It's a good word. Good word. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was awesome. I really liked it. It it it, it was kind of like a nice modern take on on Judas Paying Priest. tribute, yeah, basically. All right, so to probably about ten or so minutes, we're gonna be trying giving a mic a call from Snipers of Babbles, but I got a couple of tracks lined up here for you before we get there. Uh, one is a brand new track from a band called Omega District. Uh, this will probably drive Missy crazy. It's progressive stuff. Oh, and then fun. Falcon Back, which is even driver more, is like blackish folk metal, so we'll see how it goes. See see what I feel about that. Yeah. Although Falcon Back's a little more black metal than folk, but uh, we'll check it out. Be back in a few
here's Patrick from the Canadian Press Metal band Reanimators, and you're listening to Metal Tavern Radio. We're back! DJ Neko. DJ Anubis on the Metal Tavern Radio podcast. The Hordes of Chaos. I don't know how it should be. Should it be the Metal Tavern Radio podcast, Hordes of Chaos? Like, is that our like title in parentheses, maybe? Well, it's, it's basically the Metal Tavern Radio podcast... Premier supports Chaos or some sort of show like that because it's just one of many shows that we have. I mean, this is obviously the main show because we do so many different things. But we got to get back to sloshed and mushed. Yeah, we are overdue for that. I think. I mean, it's been like a year since we did that. Over a year. It's sad because that was actually really fun. And well, you couldn't drink for a year, so we didn't. Right. We didn't do it then. And um, now that you're back drinking, uh, everything's fine. He. It was just he. He couldn't drink for... He had surgery, and they told him he couldn't drink for a year. So, but what we're going to do is I pick out two wines, and he picks out... Actually, it was more than was one. You, I picked I think out it's three wines and three beers. Three wines and three beers, and, and we, we pair match, it, try to pair it with, with, our, with a song that feels like the wine or beer. Because I, I love wine. I'm having a glass of Maybe red wine. Maybe it was just two wines and two beers. Because we usually had, like beer and then maybe like two or three songs that we felt matched mm-hmm. that and then same with the wine and yeah so yeah all the different flavors and notes of our delicious alcoholic beverages mm-hmm. so uh we tried to get a hold of mike from snipers and he's tied up I, he does have a family and everything so it's possible that he's just not available like i thought he might be it's saturday and it's saturday usually... he's a he's a rock star he's out doing rock star things <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if he's quite doing that, but if we can get all of them later, we'll go ahead and uh, obviously do the interview with them. If he, maybe he'll call us, I'm not sure. But um, if not, we will do the interview at another time and post it for you. Yeah, uh, either I'll do it that way, or we'll do it that way, depending on how long you're here, or maybe if I can. Uh, That's right. I must say, get one of the other ones to come in, Layla, or even Jer- is it Jeremy or. Yeah, I think it's Jeremy, or even Tommy, if I'm that lucky. But uh, one way or the other, we'll get this solved. However, we're going to forge on. Um, we're getting ready to hit our rock blocks. Rock block! And a little later, we've got DJ Neko's Pick of the Week, which coincides with our theme of music that matters to us most, is one way to put it. Yeah, I mean, this this song, it's coming up... Um, it's not like this prolific, meaningful, heart-wrenching song. It was at a time in my life where I had just called off an engagement. I was dating somebody who, after this, after my engagement was called off, I was dating somebody who I thought really cared about me, and he lied about being divorced. So I was dating actually a married man and didn't realize it until you know, the end of the relationship when I ended it. Um, so was this song like something that reminds you of the poor, the bad part about it or was it something that helped you get through it? It helped me get through it because like one of the lines is, hey, don't write yourself off yet. So like when I hear that, I was really depressed. I, I was not where I thought I would be in life. I was, you know, 
barely 21. I was still living at home. I, I, you know, I dropped out of college. I didn't, um, you know, I, I, you know, I went back and finished school, but I dropped out of college. I, you know, wasn't really sure about a career. I was doing okay, but just not like great. And I had thought I found the love of my life after I had this really bad breakup with someone who I'd been with for a long time. So, you know, it was just super emotional. It went from highs to lows. Like, one minute, you know, I'm breaking up with a guy who I'd been with since I was in ninth grade of high school to, and I was depressed about that. Then it turns to, um, you know, this guy is lying about his, his brother and his father dying so that he can avoid being with me because I guess his wife was getting suspicious and he, lying about his daughter being sick. And it just felt like a, everything felt like a personal attack on me. Like I, I was having a hard time at work with a boss who was micromanaging me and made me feel like shit basically i had a guy who was made me feel like shit everything was making me feel like shit anyway so sorry so yeah basically you know that the uh, the song means something important to you so when the song would come on it's it's jimmy Eat world the middle it's just a fun song but it made me feel like they were singing to me feel to make me feel better if that sounds dumb anyway but before we get to that Got some stuff from Opeth, Junius, Frank Black, and Sabotage, and then we'll see you when your pick comes up. All right.
met a man He was a good man Sailing and shoring Dancing the beta can can Making the foreign Ah oh, yeah
this is Jessica from Factory of Dreams. You're listening to Metal Tavern Radio.
Be prepared for a musical transformation that you've never felt before. In a moment, we will bring you on a journey like there's no tomorrow. And we will break new ground. Hailing from the land below the wind. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Ladies and gentlemen, DJ Neko's pick of the week. So here we are, it's my pick of the week, and I've been talking about it this entire episode, but this is Jimmy World the Middle. It was a, it was a good song for the time that when it came out, especially for me. And it may not be everybody's taste, but it really put me in an amazing mood when I was at my, probably my lowest of my life. And right after that, Things always do get better because I met DJ Anubis and now we're married and we have a house and <laughs> so you know it's a nice reminder listening to this song that I know you often say that you're like like you know I'm basically an 80s kid but you always say to yourself that you should have been a 70s girl, but you're actually a 90s girl, so a lot of this makes sense. I am a 90s girl. I am. I, I have to admit it. We were just talking about this earlier when Corn uh, came out. I had to go out and get my own Adidas track suit <laughs> with my Adidas shoes so I could just be like Jonathan Davis. So, <laughs> so here's Jimmy Eat World, The Middle. Tell 
Don't write yourself off yet It's only in your head you feel left out or look down on Just do your best Do everything you can And don't you worry what their bitter hearts Are gonna say It just takes some time A little girl you're in a little out the right Everything, everything will be just fine Everything, everything will be 
All right, DJ Newis and, and DJ Neko back with you in the Metal Tavern Radio podcast. Going to talk a little bit about Stranger Things season three. It's been a few days since we watched it too, so I'm kind of trying to draw back. I mean, I really liked it. We we binged it on on like party July animals 4th. on July fourth. <laughs> we sat in our living room and watched Stranger Things. He actually had to start a new job the next day, so we didn't really. We weren't like looking to go out or anything. We just wanted to spend some time together. Which but is, we actually spent like we started what ten a.m. Yeah, it was early. And then it was like eight p.m. by the time we finished. We watched what was it eight or nine episodes, mm-hmm. and they're all about an hour long. Um, and we're not going to give any spoilers. We're just going to talk about just what we liked. And yeah, we've been fans since the first season, so it's like no surprise. Um, I liked this season much better than season two, though. I, I didn't, I didn't dislike season two. I thought it was good, but I they they took it on like a weird tangent. I think in season two. Yeah, they were doing a lot of different things with season two. Like you know, I mean, obviously it all it all comes together at the end, right? Because season three, without season two, you don't have season three. You, have, you know, you have the couples all together, mm-hmm. so it all it all plays a part, but. I don't know, like, some of the complaints I hear about Season 3 are the stuff that I love. Like, some people say Season 3 started out really slow. I thought it was great because it kind of gives you a breather and a break from all the monsters and the mayhem. Like, And it also... You, you get to enjoy, like, all the 80s nostalgia that they're bringing to it. You get to watch them be teenagers. Right. Like, they're all, yeah. they're, like, at that preteen, like, 13-ish age right about then, I guess, 13, 14, and you see them, like... You know, the mall comes, and everybody's super excited, and now that malls are basically dead, yeah, it's, I remember, I it was a big deal to get a job in the mall. I worked at County Seat, which is gone now, as many retailers are. I just read that another retailer, Charming Charlie, which is kind of like a cute boutique type store like County Seat was, they're closing all of their doors. Payless Shoes closed all of their stores. Well, we saw it in the the, movie, uh, the series that, like, you know, they had the J.C. Penney's and all that the, All the old fonts and everything. And we're like, oh my gosh, the look. The games, the game the arcades, arcade. you know, it was, like, excellent. We're, we're like, holy crap, a Walden Books, you know. it's It makes you remember, like, what a sweet... We, I mean, my friends and I, as teenagers, we just go to the mall with no purpose but to get an orange Julius and a pretzel or a Cinnabon and walk around the mall and talk. You know, it was different and it whole it's you know, it's near and dear to my heart because we that's what you did. And, you know, not too long after that is when you know, Amazon started and the internet blew up. Because, I mean, when I was in high school, the internet was around. It was just newer and not many people even had it in their house. So when I got to college, that's when the internet really kind of took off. Yeah, you know, it's like, and then you start to delve into, as you said, the characters are teenagers. So you're you're now noticing that they're growing up and... You know, it's easy to forget that with the powers that Eleven has, mm-hmm. that, like she's also still just a teenage girl, and she lived a lot of her life like super uh, secluded. Secluded. Yeah. So she's and well, you forget that the sheriff, you know, takes her in, but he's keeping her 
she wasn't allowed to go to the mall. She went she to the mall with her girlfriend. From all the, the outside world. So when she's introduced to all this stuff, it's like a whole new world to her. Remember, she's trying on her outfits. And right. She's like, how do I know what I like? And she and and they're like, you'll. She's like, you, you'll know. You'll right. Know. Right. So like, you know, I forget the female the, friends. Family, yeah, the red hair girl. Gosh, what was her name? But um, you know, she's basically her gateway to like how she deals not only with the outside world but with her boyfriend currently and mm-hmm. you know we, we like the little no we're not that's I a dump spoiler your ass. that's a spoiler <laughs> no spoilers but well I'm sure everyone's probably seen it by now anyway. you don't know that yeah. people have lives we don't they have, well we have lives mm-hmm. but um yeah but then you have that and then all of them in general are like turning into teenagers and then of course there's one particular character that's having a hard time Will. right having a hard time dealing with it all so it, it it all plays into what's going on with season three so i really enjoyed it i thought it was great uh, obviously some uh issues at the end that you know we'll play into season four but we ain't gonna get into that and we know that there's gonna be a season four because right. they they have like a little they left it open-ended watch the credits watch the end because As they always do they like they like to do that but like you were saying about you know the kids growing up and coupling off with you know have different you see when you're at that age how like different I mean, we're older now, but I kind of remember, like, when I'm you're getting to that age and there are some people who are just, they just want to s- stay kind of locked into what they were doing with their friends for a long time, and then your other friends well, are, are moving thing. on. Other ones are, you know, it's, it's a whole, like, changing into a teenager, you know, you're noticing girls, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, when the other ones aren't quite there yet. They're still wanting to play games, and whether it's playing cars or playing D&D, whatever, it's hard for them because they feel like the world's moving without them. And that's, you know, that's... That's, that's really hard. It's, it's a hard time. It's kind of lonely time. for them, yeah. And, and they really, like, that's what was so touching, is they really showed, like, you know, it just was, it was like a nice growing up kind of coming of age yeah yeah. it was it was it was sweet and i enjoyed it i really but it still has a lot of the comedic moments that you're looking for in the first two seasons Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's all there it's good stuff i think everyone involved um you know as far as actors and actresses are doing a great job with it storylines are great the directors are doing great with it but uh if you haven't even checked it out yet, be sure to do so. It's yeah, my I, my sister hasn't watched any of the seasons yet, so uh, I mean that's, that's she's like, it. oh, I need a new show to watch, and that's that's the that's one the one to watch. Go. And I think for her, because she's not really into sci-fi, it's enough of a personal type show mm-hmm. that you, there's a lot of character development that you kind of get invested in the characters, like you want to see these characters succeed and you want to see them happy and you know I was really young in the I was born in 1980 I remember a lot of the 80s um and growing up but I was just if you think about it like maybe slightly younger this is they're like 14 and in what 86 and I was six so I do remember a lot of the things going on um you were a teenager 
in the 80s. Yeah. So you really have a good, uh, you know, reference. You remember, you remember it better than me, but it, it's just funny. Um, I know right now one of the big things was there, there was a lot of smoking in Stranger Things. And, you know, back then, that's everybody smoked. You, you could smoke in the mall. You could even do that in, Mo in Maryland in the 90s. I remember you could smoke up until, like, what, the early 2000s? You could still smoke in restaurants and bars. Like, it's hard to... I know when you do a period piece and you're trying to make it realistic, it's hard to, like, just pretend that nobody ever did bad things. Like, bad smoking or whatever. I, I like to watch Mad Men, and Mad Men is... All they do is, is drink scotch and smoke cigarettes in the office. You know, and that's a time where my mom, she's like, yeah, you just smoked at your desk. It was no smoking in the break room. You just lit up a, a cigarette at your desk, you know, back then. So it's, I don't know how you all feel about it, but for me, I'm like, it's a period piece. You're trying to capture the, the essence of the 80s. I don't feel triggered or upset over the cigarettes. Yeah, that that's new to me. I mean, I'm surprised when you found an article on that. You know, it's like, really, it, it really shouldn't shock too many people because if you are doing a period piece, you want it to be as accurate as possible. And a lot of, like, old movies or old series like Mad Men, they actually could smoke in their, their offices and everything else. Like, that's accurate. That's And not, that was like, up for a very recent time, like in Maryland, too. Like, I know, um, I'm sorry, I cut you off. I know, um, even to this day, some um, places in the South, you can, there's still, like, a smoking and non-smoking section in restaurants. In the airports, they still have, like, a smoking lounge. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't it's not like smoking has just disappeared. It's what, it's a, like, it's a choice that people... But, I mean, it's like, if you're going to do something, try to be accurate as possible, that's accurate. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, I don't really see the big deal there with that. I mean, if you're going to do something that's, like, Stranger Things, which, from a... Uh, a time period pieces from the 80s you want it to look like the 80s mm -hmm. like you're not gonna make it look like 2010 or anything like that so anywho we're gonna move on to the next block of music which we're getting back into the metals Metal. first two tracks a couple new stuff from end up sastry and also moth flesh moth flesh sounds awesome oh yeah
DJ Nubis and DJ Neko with you on Middle Time Radio, the podcast. The podcast version. That was Outer Heaven with Putrid Dwelling. I kind of like that song. Good band. Coming up, yeah, got some Pig Destroyer, Crimson Glory, and Necrophagias. But before then, we've got some Dio. Classic Dio, in fact. Holy Diver! Yeah. So that gave it away right there. <laughs> it's one of my favorite songs. Besides, Rainbow in the Dark. Rainbow in the Dark. Apparently the alcohol's kicking in. <laughs> and then I'm going to go get Margarita. Yeah. So she'll be going and chilling with her friends doing margaritas. I'm just going to chill in front of the TV because that's what I'd like to do. So, we were just talking a second ago. As a classic metalhead, it's the long hair and head banging, and DJ Anubis now just has kind of like a short gentleman's crew. Not, not quite a crew cut, but like short with a little... Welcome to the real world. Yeah, this is a nice adult haircut. Yeah. And we're just wondering, how's your hair out there? Because I'm seeing a lot in... Con- like when we go to concerts, we see the dudes with the super long hair, but then it's like shaved head. So it's it's like shaved head or super long hair. And DJ Anubis used to have hair like halfway down his back, and then he's like, "Yeah, this is really hot. I'm just shaving it off." Well, that's because I like to play sports and basketball and all that. And fucking Maryland, man, it's got all the humidity, so it's like it is a swampy, swampy area. But- a lot of the bands we see, too, are much older bands, and so they, like me, when they get older, like, either you shave the head or you have the skullet. So you make the choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have all your hair. I'm just... I'm right, just... but I'm just saying, not all of them are that lucky, so... But for me, it's I'm just talking about of... concert goers in general. You see a lot of gentlemen who are... Well, metal is sort of broadened, too. It's like... It used to be just the long-haired, the long-haired skinheads, yeah, or whatever. It's like, look at you, you're you're sewer dwellers. Now, now you got a little bit of everything: the punk rockers, the head, the long hair, and a lot more women. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I've been into metal for a long time. My mom is a big Black Sabbath fan, so I grew up liking lots of different types of music and being exposed to it. Going to concerts as a teenager, I if it was a metal band. I would be one of like maybe five women in the audience. And as, you know, now 20 years, 25 years down the road, we're starting to see more and more women who are going to the concerts, not just as dates, but going with their friends to actually have a good time because they truly do enjoy the music. I don't know if it's just now the, um, the music's more accessible and, you know, before, you used to have to go to the record store and pop in a record or hear. Now you can go on Facebook and follow your, your favorite bands or friends will share songs. I don't know if it's the music is, is more accessible now or if just... Because it is a lot of younger women, too. Um, it's a bit of both. It, you, you see that they're just coming, like, as a girlfriend's night out, which I kind of like. I'm always... I'm for being a woman in a very male-dominated job. I... I get very excited when I see younger women who want to pursue anything. Well, you even come across men in your 
the workplace that are into metal, but they like they're kind of surprised that you know more underground bands than they do. Yeah, they do get very surprised. I'm a very surprising person. I look very like your typical, you know, white girl drinking their pumpkin spice latte with <laughs> their, and I am. I look very basic on the outside, but on the inside, I'm pure rage, pure metal. <laughs> Alright, so this next block, we got some Dio, Pig Destroyer, and brand new stuff from Vesication, courtesy of Mike Giuliano and the Horror Pain Gore Death Productions. Check it out, and we'll be back. Yeah. 
Hey, this is Pamenos from After Dusk and you're listening to Metal Tavern Radio.
Satan, 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 our Lord and Master. I acknowledge thee as my God and Prince. I promise to serve and obey thee as long as I shall live. I renounce the other God and all the saints.
DJ Anubis and DJ Neko here at Mill Tavern Radio, the podcast, as we're debating the existence of God. We're at the beginning of the Necrophages. Let's talk about Satan, so we just started having our own, like, little... <laughs> the what-ifs. The what-ifs, the the real God, the Bible, etc., etc. I mean... It's definitely an interesting question to pose, like... You hear so much about how God's supposed to love everything and everyone, but then, like, you read the Bible, which is written by man, that it's about casting out homosexuals and, you know demeaning women as you said and and slaves aka i mean the mormon church would not accept black members for years so for me my i guess my conclusion i've had for a long time is just you know the bible and the way religion has been traditionally written is to keep people in line. It was more of a scare tactic, like, do this, or you're going to get in trouble, and God will smite you. I mean, even if God existed, the the way that it's been used and manipulated to fit a certain thing, you know, it just, it doesn't make a lot of sense, and it kind of contradicts itself all the time. I mean, it's it's almost like the Bible is mean. You know what I mean? It's, 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 some of it is is terrible and fantastical but honestly it's important to have faith and believe in things but don't ever let somebody tell you that you're not important or you're you're a sinner just for being yourself it, it it's it's a horrible feeling and and he and I both got it a lot just because we listen to metal because we listen to to satanic, you know, themes. And that's the thing, like, when people ask me about stuff like this, you know, they're like, well, you listen to a lot of dark and satanic bands. I'm like, well, I do, but it doesn't mean that I actually believe in Satan. Like, I find, you know, dark things and paganism and all this other stuff is very interesting to me, uh, but... We also watch I don't horror be- movies, so yeah. it doesn't mean that we believe in everything right. that happens like, in I a don't, horror movie. I don't... If I if I question the the um, if I question that God exists, I'm going to question that Satan even exists itself. It's all in the same thing. So the fact that I can listen to Christian metal or rock and you know satanic rock and metal means that I'm open to anything. But it doesn't mean I really believe in either one of them. It's just that I do tend to like move to the more darker stuff because I'm just I, I feel like that's what the world I live in so I mean the world is a dark place right it just everything fits in that so honestly the darker stuff is a lot of times more interesting I mean a lot of times you see movies or books that deal with dark themes and they get rave reviews you see a rom-com like just a funny happy movie where you know your typical girl gets a guy and it's like okay two and a half stars like people dark themes are interesting we were just talking about stranger things it's Mm -hmm. it's a dark theme right just because you listen to metal just because you like horror just because you like something that may be a little bit different does not make you an evil person right think about what you do on a daily basis i mean 
rock and metal music for me has always been just an outlet for what I deal with in my own life. So it's not necessarily, you know, some people when they when I talk to them, it doesn't matter if they're older or younger. Like if they're Christians, faith might be a way for them to deal with the problems in their lives. And believe me, I grew up in a Christian household, so like time and time again my parents or the church has always tried to I even went to Christian schools that always tried to use religion as a way to for me to find peace but it never was the way that I can find peace the way that I found peace was I needed something to channel that and for me that was metal and rock music so does it make me a bad person maybe in their eyes but you know for me it's I always found it to be if I'm rather than going out and picking up a gun and shooting up a bunch of people and getting angry and hurting people like but that's what they assume you're gonna do right but the thing is they don't understand that metal and rock music really is just the outlet mm -hmm. you know when they see people moshing and in the pits and they think oh my god look at all those angry people it's just them getting their shit out of their system and metal music has always been that that way of doing that so I mean you suffered for for a long time with severe depression that all through your teenage years and even in uh, like up we've been together for 17 years so like I've seen you sometimes at some really low points and you know I'm, I'm sure like when you were a teenager your parents were pushing you towards the church to fix everything but the church was very judgmental on you more so than and that's how it's always been kind of been with just about anything like Christianity and there's so many different versions of it like I used to I've tried everything from Baptist to Seventh-day Adventist to Pentecostal and they all have different approaches to things and why are there so many different versions of the Bible right you know like <laughs> But anyway, uh, that's, that was our, that's a topic that was for our, another day. Yeah, we'll have we'll have a we'll have a theology. Uh, right. That's what we should do. We should have a theology um, episode where it's all dealing with God, Satan, etc. Oh, that would be fun. We'll we have all these tangents. I'm yeah. sorry, but that's how my mind works. It is like a crazy. Well, that's what the words of chaos is all about. The chaos of it all. My mind is like. A rat running through a maze trying to find a piece of cheese but oh my god there's a wheel and I should run in the wheel but holy crap there's some cardboard I should chew on and ha ah, I have some hay that is my life I cannot sleep because my mind is always going a thousand miles a minute and uh, I did get a uh, message back from Mike Bossier about uh, from snipers of Babel he does he does apologize for not being available today for the podcast but uh, Definitely we'll try to get back in touch with them for maybe another episode or later down the road. But uh, We are going to definitely, we're going to interview him. He is involved in lots of things. He's doing some producing for other bands. He's, yeah, he he's does a phenomenal a lot of, person. He does a lot of work for some local Maryland acts and uh, he's very good at it. So, But I think, I don't know if it was his regular job or whatever, but... He got tied up and didn't catch our phone call or notice beforehand, so... I'm telling you, he is a rock star. He's busy doing hookers and blow. <laughs> <laughs> he, dropped, 
probably is like, what? Hookers I, and blow. Yeah, I hope his wife does Yeah, I was going to say, he's like, what? I've never done hookers or blow. We are now going to be sued for defamation. I know, he's going to be like, you too. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> we're going to get ready to cut out of here because my wife has some margaritas calling I have margaritas calling my name. We're going to leave you some satanic music from Black Anvil. From their As Was album from 2017, one of my favorites of the year. Fantastic record. One of my favorite tracks off that record. It's called Ultra, and we will see you next time. Hopefully, I can Hopefully get... one more episode. I'm hoping I, I'm going to get out to sea again soon, and yeah. then... Then you're just stuck with me, DJ Anubis. And the, and the episodes will be much shorter, because I know I talk way too much. I don't know. I might expand myself, my horizon. You're gonna, you're gonna talk more. Well, I've, I've been talking. You've been more. talking pretty good this time. I was trying to hold it back. Well, with you, I've got more topics to work with. See, I have to like actually do research, and I don't want to do that. You're like, <laughs> Missy wants to talk about Satan and Christ. This my is wife does me too. I like being lazy, so uh, she helps keep things on the path. Anywho, here's Black Anvil with Ultra. We will see you later. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Have a great night. Peace out.
Satanás, <laughs> 